Welcome to the Raj Set Show, number one podcast in Dubai. If you're looking on the screen right now, you'll see some of the incredible things we spoke about in this episode, including the return of my friends, your friends. Russell Peters doing a sold-out show. Emirates launching a sexy new seat. And the Twitter deal coming to a halt. What's going on with the Elon Musk? Joining me to talk about it, as always, is Vic. Hello. And he puts the and in gin and tonic. His name is Alex, and he's back. As in full chief hobnob officer mode. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. And also this week, Alex got his own Alex, who's called <laughs> Neil. Yeah. How are you, Neil? I'm good. Uh, how was your time on the show today? Um, yeah, I learned a lot of new things about like, you know, the content and stuff that you guys make and the events that you plan. Neil is our nephew who's been interning with us for a week. That was his fourth take. And that's about as good as it gets, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, to be honest with you. So we'll take it. We can't think of any other, any other redo of this intro. So we're going to be like, all right, if you're checking out the show, five-star rating on Apple or Spotify would be wicked. Spotify gang, if you're watching it, drop us a DM and let us know. And then YouTube gang, subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. We'd super appreciate it. Alex, run the music. Well, we've made up for a number of quiet weeks with quite a busy week. Starting off, let's get into uh, Out and About in Dubai. Uh, first one, of course, we have to talk about My Friends, Your Friends. Yeah, man. So we are two days after My Friends, Your Friends, right? Yeah, it was Wednesday. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was Wednesday. It was now Friday. And um, it was really beyond my expectations. It was so good on all fronts. It wasn't the biggest. It wasn't the... Uh, you know, craziest my friends, your friends in terms of hype mm. across the city. It didn't have the wildest, like frantic numbers of signups. We weren't talking about 12, mm -hmm. 1300 signups. But what we did have, which I'm glad about, is the essence of what that event's supposed to be. So we had, as mentioned on previous episodes of the podcast, uh, a bunch of people that were clearly there to connect. They had a need for it. Uh, it'd been the first time that we'd done a my friends, your friends in its true form post 2020. And the vibe was, just wicked, man. I'm really happy with it. So I want to thank everybody that came down to it. Uh, I want to give a shout out to all the co-hosts whose names I'm going to pull up right now because I probably should have had an extra tab for that. But in the meantime, whilst I want to think about shouting them out, of course, first and foremost, I got a shout out uh, F10, not only Tim and Sabs and mm -hmm. Rajiv, but also on the night, Ludo and a new producer, Chloe, Yeah, who came down. She was very dope. Yeah, like just, you know, really like good instincts, kind of knew what she was doing. Didn't really have to do any kind of like too much prep on the mm -hmm. night or anything. She was like, I got you. Yeah, she fitted into that That's team good. nice and well. Yeah. Yeah. So shout, shout, to, shout to F10. And, you know, I, I try to say this every time I talk about F10, which is that we, uh, you know, we wouldn't be where we are as a community without F10. They came to the first My Friends, Your Friends, sent us the wrap-up video of that first event two hours later whilst I was still in the venue. And, um, and then from that, we just showed that to every single person we wanted to come down as a co-host. It definitely helped them agree. We showed it to every venue. It definitely helped them agree. It showed it to every person we, we wanted to just come down and hang out. It definitely helped them agree. And we just grew, grew, and grew. So big shout out to F10. They're incredible. Uh, find them on uh, Instagram. I think it's F10. F10 Productions, I think. Yeah, or type in yeah. First in 10 Productions. Yeah. Anywhere on the internet, you'll see it. They're great guys. So big up to them. Massive. Also to the folks that gave stuff away. So firstly, Joy Gifts. They gave away 300 dirham uh, voucher which was amazing. Uh, JG Fitness. Yeah. He was in the house as well, which yep. was dope. Dude was a tank. Massive. Yo, he was six foot seven. <laughs> yeah, dude, tank. he was massive. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw some girls talking to him and they were doing this with their collar as they were, as they were looking up at him. I was like, this is some weird like <laughs> mating ritual, like weird, weird, weird business going on. So yeah, so, so shout out to James Goff. Uh, you know, someone's won 
a week's worth of like highly personalized tailor mm. tailor tailorized training with him and then new water is a new water thing done yeah it's all sorted it's already sorted yeah, so big yeah. up to cyrus the ceo of news new water for uh, giving us some incredible products from those guys um i mean what do you think firstly alex it was your first one it's mm -hmm. the one thing that we've probably spoken about a lot since you joined the agency yeah since the start so versus your expectations i guess this is the conversation expectations versus reality yeah so, and mm. you you've got the most hypothetical expectations alex yeah um, I think it was very interesting. I was at the door um, for signups most of the time, but I got a good, I'd say, 40 minutes at the event. Mm. Um, I loved it. It was very interesting. Um, I came in having heard a lot, but didn't know exactly what to expect. And um, so I went in. I, as you say, it's basically like a family community. Um, you look at someone in the eyes, like even if you make eye contact for a split second, like you can start a conversation instantly, like no barriers. You just speak freely, whatever you want. It's really nice. Yes. Loved it. Super yeah. chemistry. Yeah, it's good. Speaking of the door as well, got to give a shout out to Sal yeah. and yeah. Neda for holding the door down as well. They did such a great job. It's nice to have like a plug in, plug out like crew, you know, mm. like it's very difficult. It's yeah, easy it's to achieve good. that in other cities, but but no, they re they really did a great job. So we're going to be celebrating as well at some at some point, I'm sure. Vic, what about you? What do you do you think? Yeah, listen, we were nervous going into this event, mm. and you know we weren't sure what the numbers were going to be like. We didn't know if people would actually show up, even if they registered. We just we just were really unsure about it, but we you know we had faith. And I don't, I don't know if I agree with that though. I mean, we kind of knew. I, I, I we, did, know, we didn't we didn't know how high the numbers were going to go. I would say, like, I wasn't normally. I'm worried about like how high will they go. I think at this point well, in we, terms of registrations yeah we, yeah we we had we had a range i think in the first couple of days sign up was modest for sure yeah we had eid week and all that that's, that, that's why, why we were yeah nervous. yeah 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 because up until that's three, a good point that's a very up good until point. three days before the event we were like all right we're not sure like we knew people would come and it's not that it's just like the number of people no i think i think i think from my perspective it would be that you're right. We started the announcement and the campaign during Eid, mm. which is a time where you don't get much market feedback because a lot of people were traveling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we also had some challenges as well getting through to people's inboxes. Yeah. Yeah. Because since we lasted in My Friends, Your Friends two years ago, the whole world has gone e-commerce and social yeah. crazy. The Gmails and Outlooks of the world have ramped up how much content goes to spam. Mm. And uh, we, we just definitely weren't seeing like that quant data. Mm. But what was nice is, as you rightly said, Vic, post-Eid, three days, four days leading into the yeah. event, then the electricity felt a lot more like normal. Yeah, that's right. And then, and then you yeah, know, there was a good ramp up period on that time. So, you know, look, here, here's the thing. And I've said this before uh, on another podcast. I can't remember when it was. But, you know, Dubai... I said this on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on another podcast. <laughs> he, he, he disagreed with me. So we had a big debate about it and, uh, yeah, got cancelled. But, um, no, I've said it before that, you know, when you think about the cross-section of Dubai, like mm. just like the really great people in Dubai, m the My Friends, Your Friends community is exactly that. It's a mm. perfect mm. snapshot of that. And, w like, walking through, the, walking through My Friends, Your Friends, you know, over the years, you know, I've got to know a lot more people in the city and... At My Friends, Your Friends, I've got to know more people as we've done more, and they've got to know me. But this time around, I was really surprised at the amount of people I knew and the amount of people that knew me. And I think mm. the podcast has helped. I'm certainly. sure it has, yeah. A lot of love for the podcast, so I appreciate everyone giving me love for the podcast. 
but like people are like man i haven't seen you for two years i haven't seen you for three years and it's true like we hadn't mm. seen i hadn't seen a lot of those people for two or three years because it only comes around at my friends your friends mm. but the vibe was really good it felt like people missed my friends your friends specifically mm. because people have been out you know dubai's been open for some time and people are out but I feel like people specifically missed my friends, your friends. Mm-hmm. That was a vibe I got. And that is, uh, you know, that's a good feeling to have. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate everybody who, who also as well, like was, you know, patient enough because I'd, I'd not done, I'd not spoken in front of that community for a while. And I probably did like five minutes up there, which is no longer yeah. than normal. Obviously we did a raffle that we spoke about mm-hmm. all those great gifts we gave away. But like for the first time ever, obviously we've done, you know, quite a few people, 500 plus people. And th- there's g- the, the more people there are, the more space they occupy. And then there's more mm-hmm. pockets of noise. But I really got a sense when I was speaking on the mic that like everybody was quiet. No one said a word. And was just listening, yeah. hardcore, right? 100%. And that's the, that's the biggest compliment you can get as a public speaker is to have people's attention. Yeah. And, um, and I, feel like, I feel like I captured what it was that we were trying to say. In mm-hmm. fact, what we might do, what might be a good idea, maybe not in this episode, cause I don't know if we can get the audio, and it might not be appropriate, but maybe on the next episode, or we'll just do a dedicated episode, mm-hmm. which is just that speech mm, yeah. of, of what it was and yeah. just let people listen to it. Uh, but it was really like, you know, it was really spoken from the heart because I was so happy. Mm. And one thing I realized, because we're under so much pressure launching the course and different things like that, you know, good pressure, yeah. is how much time it does take to do My Friends, Your Friends. I genuinely thought that I could just click my fingers and this My Friends, Your Friends would happen. But there was a lot of innovation in this My Friends, Your Friends that we've not had in previous ones. Mm. Like, for example... We did a drinks token and a raffle ticket, which was the same, mm-hmm. which was terrible, that had the names of the prizes on the back. So it was way less for people to carry. People seemed like they really wanted to hold on for the prize draw, which was yeah. really incredible. And, you know, we had obviously like different people working the door, like Sal's never worked the door before of my friends, your friends. Ned is not, although they've done Love Soul stuff. Yeah. So it, we just, it was, I, I realized that by the time somebody shows up at my friends, your friends with their name and checks in, I personally have done probably f- 40 to 50 hours of work from finding the guests, reaching out to them, going to the venues, going back to the venues, sometimes negotiating, often renegotiating, just because you know people don't necessarily always get the vision. And, um, and it, you, know, you, you kind of feel tired going into it. And then as soon as it, as soon as like probably 20 minutes into the doors opening, I was like, yeah, no, it's worth it. Like yeah. the karmically, mm. it's worth it. People are on time. Yep. Mm-hmm. People were on time. They were on DIFC time. Like they've been to other places where it's been busier earlier, like at the 20, 20%, 20, 20 minutes past, 40 minutes past mark on six o'clock. But all things considered DIFC, because yeah. at the first My Friends, Your Friends, it was like quarter to eight and we were like, oh, boy, really? people are still showing up. Yeah. Like traffic wow. and parking. Traffic. Yeah, and all you, that yeah kind of you never right? know. There's a bunch. But yeah, listen, it, I think. I think this is, a, this is an event that the city needs mm. and we should continue to serve that community yeah. you know like it just shouldn't go away <laughs> like it, i just don't think it's it's kind of like what we're talking about soul dxb right you know that there's mm. certain moments that the city's back and now that my friends your friends is back you can be like okay there's now something about 2019 which we do miss there's mm. a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. changed over 2020 and onwards that we don't miss and we're glad to see the back of but my friends your friends is something that when it came back it's amazing so thank you to the team over there as well katrina who spearheaded the whole thing from me originally pitching uh, manny naveen Francis, Ali, Mohammed, and so many other people. I mean, yeah. one thing I'll say about Glow, they did not scrimp 
when it came to number of servers per person. Ooh. Mm. They had so many servers. Yeah, a bunch. They gave us no pushback when it came to the the layout we wanted mm-hmm. and the furniture layout we wanted. They were super supportive. They had so many drinks at great prices and they offered a ton of drinks in the welcome drink for free. So they literally were like, the pe- when by the time the doors opened, they were the perfect venue partner. Have to dead that channel as I sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So, so big up to them, and, and that's basically everything with regards to my friends, your friends, of course. We'd love your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Um, shout out to Alicia as well. Yeah, who was uh, there playing the part of Alex's knee? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Because <laughs> Alex's knee was not was not working, and so we'll see how good that footage is, mm-hmm. and uh, and put some of those clips out as time goes on. But what I've also done is I didn't tell you guys this is that you'll notice that on this episode, I basically spared no time getting into this. Mm-hmm. And the reason is we're going to take this episode of the Raj Kateja show and make this the first episode that we share with the My Friends, Your Friends community. Because we've done loads of mm-hmm. great episodes till now, mm-hmm. but I didn't want them to trawl through like tons and tons of other stuff. Yeah, I was like, the first episode we sh- share with the My Friends, Your Friends community should be the one where we start talking about My Friends, Your Friends kind of like as soon as the intro music's done. So, uh, So yeah. That's it. Yeah, I, I, I'm just full of good feelings. Oh, of course, I said I'd shout out all the co-hosts. So big shout out to the co-hosts. Uh, Raluca, incredible. Uh, she was she got in early. Mm-hmm. She got really yeah. stuck in. She talked to everybody. She's also one of those like kind of mutants because she does yoga and she does real estate. So we had mm. a really, really interesting time. Shayla, what? what so I've not, again, I've not got time with anybody. Shayla, my sister-in-law, Vic's wife. What did, what did she say about it? So interestingly enough, considering the relationship she has with my friends, your friends, from a like a marriage point of view, she's this is her first one. Mm. Mm-hmm. We were living in Abu Dhabi for a lot of it. She said that she was really impressed with the event. She thought it was a great night. The venue was great. The people were amazing. No one gave any pushback when it came to like speaking to her. She she just had super positive feedback, like Good. really positive feedback. Because she's also been to a lot of Love Soul events in London. Yeah, she knows how we how we do events. Yeah, that's, that's fine. But this one, yeah, it's it's different, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, she loved it, man. Loved it. Nice. Shout out as well to Emmanuel Bonham, who, who's just there, just crushing it. Super good energy. Uh, and obviously, Millie was in the house as well, which is dope. Sheena Katecha came, got stuck in. Sheena was there from early. Sharon Thomas. Mm. Man, can I say the story she told me when I first met her? Oh. So I was okay. like, hey, nice to meet you too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was, that was incredible. Uh, Patchouli. Uh, Patchouli was there. Vibes galore. Looking incredible. Mm. And just like look, looking like a, a, an icon. Um, I'm glad that she came with some friends as well and got stuck in. Deborah, you spoke to her about yeah, it? Yeah, This is a Vic's CrossFit trainer. So I've not been to CrossFit since my friends, your friends. Because <laughs> we've do, been, because uh, Thursday do, do, do. and Friday, like we're like two stupidly late nights and we'll obviously talk about that in a minute. But uh, I've so just funny. not been able to get up to do it. <laughs> like sleeping at four in the morning. Uh. <laughs> I'm not getting up an hour and a half later. But I will message her and I'll see her probably on Monday as well. So. Um, yeah. uh, Alex, time for your monologue. <laughs> <laughs> how no, can I you do, call yourself yeah, a CrossFit? <laughs> you have to. I have to hear that you say that you're a CrossFitter every single day, <laughs> and you miss two days in a row. Yeah, well, you know, I was working. Yeah, you work every day. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let's see who misses the uh, the thirty minutes on the camera as well this week. Uh, no, I we won't. Uh, it's sure. happened. Oh, not really? my res- not my responsibility anymore. Not my circus, yeah, not, mean, my monkeys. not my monkey. <laughs> well, <laughs> wait, who missed well, it last time? <laughs> talking of, <laughs> wait, who missed the thirty-minute mark? Oh, twice. Oh, why, was what, it? Was it twice? Wait, two, like two different today? occasions. No, two two different podcasts, two in a row. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not not a good look. That's it. 
But so yeah, so and then and then back on the coast as well, like Catherine O'Farrell, wicked to see her. Yeah, just brought that big Irish energy, super just energy. like super love for everybody. Perlanta again, looking super mm-hmm. incredible, super talented. You should go check her out. All these names right now and for the foreseeable future will be on the myfriendsyourfriends.com website. So you can go on there and Google all these p- folks. And she came down with some cool artists. Speaking of artists, Pudja Tiwari was in the house. Uh, just she now. What's interesting is she used to work for Creative Content Agency. She's definitely done like the front desk side of My Friends, Your Friends. More recently, she's come as just like someone who comes to hang out. But now she's a well-deserved co-host, uh, NFT creator. Look her up on Instagram at 1800.weirdo. Tina was there. Tina McQuana. Good. Yeah. Brought a bunch of people with her. Came. Vibes galore. Laura, unfortunately, mm. she voice noted me and said that she was like struggling to get parking. So while she may have got there, I didn't see her. So big up to Laura for at least trying and we'll get you on a future one. Maria Conciasau was there with yeah. four of the four of the children that she looks after from Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. she's been responsible for a lot of um, like reform there and and getting kids out of like tricky situations. Mm. So she came down and and thank you to her as, not only for coming down because she's a very very important person in the city, but also um, you know getting the getting the kids involved and doing mm. the prize draw and all that, which was incredible. Ladija smashed it. Yeah, I was like, I was hyped when I saw her video of her coming in the taxi on the way down because <laughs> she's she's a girl whose content I really appreciate. Like, she's very, very good. She treads this fine line between like social first and TV. Her content's very, very good. Ladija's Kitchen, L-I-D-I-J-A. Um, and then Jessie, Jessica came down from Jessie USCO. Yeah. She got stuck in as well. Yeah, man. Yeah. She didn't mess about. She came in and she was like, just started talking to everyone. And yeah, yeah it was nice mm-hmm. to see, man. Stayed she, till super late. She went back to Abu Dhabi that night. Really? No, really? Yeah. yeah. Only to come back to Dubai and work the next the day. The next day, yeah. <laughs> Dedication. What a soldier. She's a great girl, though. Yeah. We should get her on here to sing one day. Yeah. Excellent. Next up. So that, that that's ra- wraps up my friends, your friends. What's next on the agenda on Out and About in Dubai? So we have a special guest in town. Oh, wait. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Uh, we may as well like leak this out there. Uh, Joy Gifts gave us a 15% no, yeah, 15% discount code. So you can head over to joygifts.com and type in MFYF, okay. and that will get you 15% off. And that's Joy, J-O-I, yeah. gifts. So big up to them. All right, uh, next. Yeah, so as I was saying, we've got a special guest in town, um, someone from London that's been doing some work experience with us, and that's our nephew, Neil. Hello, Neil. Yeah, hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. We're gonna, we've got cameras on you now, M- multiple cameras. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, tell us about tell us about what you're doing in Dubai. Um, so helping you like record podcasts for people and you know client work and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you are uh, the reason why you're here is because your school has a. So we get a week off to do work experience, you know. For yeah. Where did the idea of Dubai come from? From my dad. He, really? he suggested it. Yeah. And, and what I just so so tell me about the setup. Like, where were you when your dad was like, "Let's talk about going to work for your uncle's company in Dubai." It just randomly popped up. He was like, oh, yeah, I need to tell you something. And we're, we're, we're going to Dubai. So I was like... Oh, so he'd already made oh, the decision. Yeah, yeah, he before, before telling me. Wow. Yeah. So he doesn't think about you in any kind of responsible way at all. He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> he, has no, he has no faith. He's like, yeah, by the way, you've got to go shower. So good. So, so then, so he says we're going to Dubai. Yeah. And then? And then I just, I just go along with it. I just say, yeah. Did you go, where's Dubai? Be honest. No, no, no. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. Where is Dubai? In the UAE. And where's the UAE? Like m- Middle East. In relation to Portugal? 
Don't on the on the on the right. No one knows what butchers is. That was a trick question. Okay, so so yeah, so then so so then you tell your teachers or he's already arranged it with your teachers oh no, no i had to like ask my teachers if i can go and what did they say they, they said um probably not but i tried to i convinced them and then yeah god damn it miss crinian <laughs> how, how could they say no yeah how could they say no and, how, and what did you do to convince them oh because you need like a formal letter and they need to check up oh. on the business to make sure that i'm actually doing work okay. oh fair, fair. and so that yeah. judges was terrible no. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, did, did you have to do the admin i don't know i think so i think something came in on whatsapp Jeez. yeah i think so <laughs> I think, I can't remember. There was like I, a letter. Whatever, whatever it was to, that took to get Neil here, I was able to do it on WhatsApp mm. or on my phone. Oh, that's easy. Then. Okay, so yeah. Neil, what what were you expecting when you before you came out here? Like, what was your expectations? What were you thinking? Like editing videos and you know recording videos and stuff. Is that what you were actually genuinely thinking before you came out here? Of doing? Yeah, yeah. What was your expectations? What, what did yeah, you yeah. think you'd be doing? Yeah, yeah, I thought I'd be editing videos and recording them because I did like a Zoom call with him and yeah. We did. We, we did a Zoom call and like you helped us edit videos and stuff. Oh, that was oh, that the family. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. I, that, yeah. I, I thought that was the type of thing you did. Nice. Yeah, no, it is. It is what we did. It was really good. And um, good. And, and how's the week been for you so far? It, typically, we, we only spent one day out of the five days internship together, Yeah. which is a bit of a shame. But, but that's unfortunately the way this week's been. That's why we have this show called A Lot Going On. Um, but, but what have you, what kind of like any highlights for you? Um... Probably just the recording bit. It's you know, it's it's the most fun bit. Yeah, yeah. You're leaning more towards like the production side. Yeah, yeah. And within production, when, within recording, do you mean more like the hardware capture or like the directing, the talent, and telling them what no, to the, say? No, the hardware capture. The ca- hardware yeah. bit, yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice, good. Well, I, I'll be I'll be able to send you some of my favorite like camera and microphone channels because mm-hmm. if you look at my YouTube homepage, it's all microphones and cameras. Yeah. So that's good. No, but it's been good to have you out here. Yeah. And I, we, I know we got a chance to talk a little bit today at lunch and we, we'll, we're having dinner as well together tonight. So we'll be able to talk a little bit more then. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's wicked. And uh, are you going to like stunt on all of your friends that worked at Greg's and Woolworth's yeah. when you get back? I already started, yeah. Really? Did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the most vicious like savage thing that you've sent back? Um, Like videos of like the pool and stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Videos nice. of the pool? Yeah. Like the pool. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously they're not going to be able to do any swimming, like especially in England. So outdoor swimming for sure. Outdoor, yeah, and indoor. What about um, what about outside work? Is there anything that you've seen in the city or or heard or tasted or something that kind of like you like? Um, the the buildings are like really nice in Dubai. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're like the, the glass is just I don't know. It's like it's so different than than where I, like London. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and how, but when you see these buildings and all that, like. What is it you like about them? Like, is it like literally like I like the architecture, or does it make you feel like yeah. a type of way, like inspired or whatever? Yeah, no, the architecture. There's like this one building that like I don't know how to explain it. But it's just so like D- describe it. It's like it's a it's a it's a curve, and then like there's it's two. I don't. I can't. Is there, is there a hole in, hole in the middle? In the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, uh, the Omnia. Omnia uh, or Museum of the Future? Is it the one here oh. down the road, the black one? I think so. It's like a square with a hole in it. Or, or is, is it, it an actual? Yeah, but it's you know, it's, it's you, like it's like a square, but it's like split up in the middle. Is it, you know, you know oh, when we know. went to the printers the mm. other day, it's not the one opposite the. Museum. No, no, not that one. Okay. Not that so one. then it's probably Omnia. Is it the one with like the bridge at the top? It's two towers with a bridge at the top. Address. I, I think. So. Could um, it be address? Could be. I don't think. So. Where do you remember where you were in Dubai when you saw it? Were you on this part of town? It was. Downtown? It was the first time we went. Uh, when we went, when we went with you to to Kite Beach, we were passing it. We were going to Kite Beach. Um, we we passed it in the the, the taxi. Mm. I don't know, man. If anyone knows which building he's talking about, yeah. then that's a DM. It could, it could, it could, it could even be could even be MOE like 
Mm. No, maybe not. You wouldn't no, have gone no, to Cutbridge no, no. that way, I'm sure. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, look, the architecture is crazy here. Like there yeah. is a lot of like, you know, bright lights, big city kind of vibe here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. What advice would you um, give to somebody who is uh, thinking about coming to Dubai? Um, I'm not really sure. Just don't bring warm clothes. Yeah. Don't bring warm clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just dress light. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, we're in the middle of May, so that makes a lot of sense. And what is it? What is it that you're going to like? Do you have any kind of like submission to do? No, like when you go back, like any proof of what you've learned? Uh, they might ask, but yeah, I, I've got pictures and stuff. So okay, nice. I want you to um, I want you to put together a piece of content for me as well. That's the reason okay. I've been asking you to take notes every single night. Yeah. So at some point before you go, maybe at one of the houses, maybe at their house, you need to do a piece to camera. Okay, and just go through those notes and just expand on them the way that you saw our clients doing today. So I want you to do that, and then we could then I can check that out and see what you've learned. I've been following your emails anyway. Okay. Yeah, um, just just one thing: you do need to do something. You need to give them a diary of what you've done. Oh so yeah, been yeah. I've been doing. I've, I've, I've been doing that. Yeah. What have you done and what have you learned? Yeah. Right? Did you send me last night? I don't think so. But Ooh. why not? Uh, because I'm going to do two today. Huh? I'm going to do two today. Uh, <laughs> that's a good answer. Good answer. <laughs> but what, what happened like, last night? You were, you had the night off. Yeah, exactly. but I was I was like within a like the whole night. Until oh. like 8.30 or something oh, in man, the park. The whole night. But no, but that's not the whole night. <laughs> no, no, I, said, I, I was tired and I fell asleep, you know. I'll tell you why that wasn't the whole night because one of his submissions was yeah. at 3.26 in the he morning. Oh, me. yeah. He told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I want to find out what you did yesterday, yeah. if anything. And um, and yeah, man, it's been good to have you over. And yeah. well done on uh, taking a chance. Thank you. you to, right, okay. That's how you do it. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of work to do still. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been good having you over. And um and well done on like taking the leap because uh, if by doing things differently you you kind of like I'm um, getting into like philosophical areas but you know you did something different and you'll benefit way more than than most people your age. Uh, good job, good job. Uh, speaking of last night, let's jump straight into uh, a really fun night really where fun. Yeah. Neil's dad, who's our <laughs> brother-in-law, uh, got got quite an experience. So yeah. mm-hmm. we've had a mad week as we spoke about. Yeah. Uh, my friends, your friends, and everything else that was going along with it. And it was around mid-afternoon yesterday that we remembered that, of course, Russell's got a big show, even though we spoke about Russell Peters' mm-hmm. show. Uh, but one of the things from last night on... Uh, on One of the things from out and about out in Dubai... One of the big things from out and about in Dubai this week was hanging out with Russell Peters and Clayton Peters and starting from scratch and the whole crew because the they had their crew. show here last night. Which was at which venue? The name of it? The Agenda um, Venues the agenda. in Media City. Or yeah, Media yeah. City. Man, yeah, weird, <laughs> weird, yeah. weird, 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 weird part of the weird part of town. Weird building. Like I was yeah. like, I felt like I walked into the past a little well, bit. Well, it's mad because I I worked in Media City for like a year and a half, and I never knew that building existed. And it just feels like it's just been dropped there. Like it's just weird. It's just a I don't know, man. But mm. and and inside it's a little bit strange. It's not. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it just seems old. Mm, it's not yeah. like it's not like modern type arena yeah. vibes. Do you remember? It felt like you know the the bottom. It felt like the Apollo, but without a mezzanine. And right. it was wider than an Apollo, right. but it felt like an Apollo without a mezzanine. You you've not seen one yet, no, I don't no, think. I've never but seen but one. it's it's a popular layout of a venue, the Apollo, where you've got like a really like this would be the stage if you're looking at like obviously folks listening on audio can't imagine it, but imagine this is the stage. You've got a really really wide base mm-hmm. that goes all the way to the back. And then about two thirds of the way at the top, you've got like a lip and that lip is the mezzanine. Ah, okay, and okay, it's, okay. it's a great vibe with amazing acoustics and everything else. But it was mm-hmm. kind of like that kind of vibe. So the, the, the venue was different because the last two times we saw Russell on the Accurage tour, 
he was doing sold out arenas. Yep. And I feel like he smashed them, although the acoustics are hard in, in, in uh, places like that. But I really like the I really like the electricity last night. Like it was really good. Yeah. Where we were sat, we had some really vocal, loud, laughing people. <laughs> like there was Maybe the, a bit too much have sometimes. I yeah, think. yeah, no, yeah. No, sorry. The best thing was that it wasn't like one person that laughed was, the way that there was two people that were sitting on our row and one and like two, two rows, rows ahead, front, yeah, right, right yeah, in front yeah, of yeah. each other. And they both had the exact same type of laugh yeah. and the exact same volume of laugh, like yeah, a loud super kind of. Loud. Yeah, yeah. But that actually, actually that was kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's good for them fun. that they don't care, you know? Maybe they don't know. Maybe no, they don't no, know, no. Yeah. Like, like you have to know because like y- all you can hear is them, you know? No, but then maybe like, like maybe in their life know. when someone's like, you know, you got a really, really loud laugh, they go, huh, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Like you don't really think about it, right? Like. That, that they might just be like just plodding through life not knowing because that laugh was loud as hell yeah it was really loud but it was good and it added to the vibe for and, sure and for it was sure. it was real nice and uh you know we, we had we had a good old time and this time we didn't take any pictures for for once i must admit for once i did get i did feel like i need to take a picture backstage mm. and we didn't take any pictures with clayton we didn't take any pictures with russell I, and i'm not i don't i never do it from a fanboy point of view Mm-hmm. Is because this is like the life I've always kind of yeah, yeah, aspects sure. of the life I've always wanted. I do it from a document point of view as opposed to brag. I've got pictures with so many folks that have mm-hmm. never made it to my Instagram. And the, but last night when we went backstage, we saw, I mean, I call Russell a king of comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, mate. I... But we saw one of the actual kings of comedy shook hands, had a conversation. He radiated beautiful energy friendliness happiness like yeah. it was different like i was looking at him i was like i don't think this guy is human and he may not be because he comes from a different era backstage <laughs> we walk in last night and we, i take a little glance i'm like i go to clayton's like is that cedric the entertainer and he just looked like a i mean there are some people that are stars he looked like a star no, C- cedric the entertainer is a superstar he's a legend bona fide in, co- in comedy like he's an absolute legend and just like it's it was like I was bugging out like that I was genuinely starstruck. Yeah, I was too. And I, I struggled I to look at him. Yeah, I was like, really? I don't, I don't, no, you, this you know what's right. mad? I shook his hand, not even knowing who he was. Really? Right. Yeah, but your your age, <laughs> yeah. your, but your age. Yeah, yeah, my age. Because even I, I asked Neil as well if he knew, and he didn't know, and I showed a picture. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, but like two point five million followers. On Instagram. Yeah, I so when we were in the cab on the way back, I was I was looking at his content. But he's mm. a yeah. bona fide legend. Yeah. Like. Like when you talk about like Martin Lawrence, when you talk about Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey mm. yeah. you're talking about like they're, they're, they're known as the kings of comedy. Yeah. So Bernie Mac, rest in peace. Right, yeah. So like it was like, I mean, that was incredible. And I wish we'd got a little bit more time with him. But the first kind of like 10, 20 mm. minutes backstage, everyone's like catching up and mingling. Yeah. But like, boy, I mean, and, and, and I wish I'd got a picture because that's a star. Like that's somebody who is like, it's not even about posting on your Instagram. It's just like, yo, did, did me, someone like me, who glimpsed at Deaf Comedy Jam, didn't even get a chance to watch it, but got a chance to glimpse at it as a kid because they didn't distribute the show uh, in the UK, to be like, yo, I stood next to that guy. Like that, it would be like standing next to LL Cool J. Mm, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a super mega star from mm-hmm. the same era. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a, a household name in the culture. But you know, he was so nice. We were chatting. So nice. Super nice. Such, such like a he's, lovely he's guy. not been out yeah. to Dubai. We were chatting about Dubai. How much, he, so you guys had a proper conversation? Full on. Like I spoke to him for about eight, nine minutes, maybe Whoa. ten minutes. I was. We were chatting about. He was talking to me about like some of the projects he's working mm. on. Like he's going into producing. That that are out. Like there's like yeah, a, yeah. a show out on t- on H- HBO. I think 
Um, but we were just talking about that and he was talking about how it is being a producer versus being front of camera and you know like mm. it was it was just did you get a I, picture i, I didn't want to I, I just it wasn't the right thing to do yeah fair enough yeah yeah I, th- I think it'd do, been. you know what the thing is it would have been completely fine if you did i know it would have been but yeah it's just no he was taking pictures with a yeah, couple exactly. of folks exactly that's what i'm saying but the way the way the way it was yeah I just yeah did, fair, I, I'll, fair. I'll tell you why after mm. it's not a bad yeah, thing yeah, at all yeah, but I'll, yeah it wasn't appropriate but mm-hmm. he was just the nicest guy yeah but what i will say so just going back to the the show now, just very quickly. Alingon was there. He did yep. a great job. Yeah, shout out yeah, to Alingon Mitra. And actually, such a nice guy. My, yeah, my big yeah. regret from last time. So Alingon Mitra is the the, the opening, opening act, act. for mm-hmm. this for this global tour. He's done the Daily Show and Stephen um, Colbert. Yeah. Sorry, forgive me, Stephen Colbert, and another big talent show. Um, Co- uh, just for laughs. Right. The Montreal. Yeah. I think he did. Yeah. Some something. He's he's extremely talented. Um, but one of my big regrets from the last time that we met him at the arena tour was I was like, I thought he was a nice guy. I didn't really get a chance to talk to him too much. But I, one of the things that I was doing when I was like thinking, obviously Cedric came over and spoke to him as well, but like I got a chance to talk to him properly. And he's mm-hmm. like a really, really good dude, like really, really smart, insightful guy. And I, I was quite kind of, kind of dude that you'd go for a beer with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's a very, very Agreed. insightful cat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even this time around, I got like last time I spoke to him, but it was like in the corridor and mm-hmm. we spoke, yeah. Yeah. but that was like first time meeting him and stuff. But this time, obviously we'd met him before, so it's a bit more friendly yeah. and he's really nice, very down to earth, just as like, yeah, very smart guy. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the thing is also he's, um, I, I think I said this on the last, last time we, we met him is that, you know, he's quite a polished comedian, you know, like very polished. He's, he's been doing it for a number yeah. of years and yeah. he's like, we, and I think he I said would, 10 years. Last, um, I think, th- yeah, 10 or 13 yeah, years. Like but I would say I, I really enjoy his follow. I'm following him on Instagram because he puts out his clips mm. and they are solid. Yeah, they're yeah, every, they're, they're solid. every bit he puts out is solid. Yeah. yeah, I think his website is TikTok Comic, right? Yes. And then that then redirects to his Alingon Mitro yeah. one, but he's Great. obviously much easier to see TikTok Comic. Yeah. And I asked him, I was like, you know, like, you know, do you know Akash Singh? Do you know Nimesh yeah. Patel? He goes, yeah, we're all like part of this kind of like, say we're going up on the same kind of like hockey stick curve. Mm. So. But him, him and Akash, I was told you, right? Him, Akash and, you know, Akash's boys that he talks about, they yeah. went on like tour together, I think in india they went on tour together yeah yeah so they're they're like peoples wow um russell was on fire on particularly with his crowd work yeah. man russell's crowd work was insane. too good sharp too good yeah. like man I, I said to you i was like i mean i actually i actually felt like the coca-cola arena show definitely reminded me of 06 russell mm. like brilliant Flow but state. this time yeah but this time his crowd work was he he just I feel like he just turned it up. He was even more edgy. Mm, still within definitely, bounds. Definitely. Still within bounds, but like so incredible. And the way, like, and you think about it, right? It's a perfect place for Russell mm. because it's diverse. Mm, mm. Like mm, he, yeah. you're going to get somebody from every, from every part of the world in the crowd. And because he is so like culturally aware mm-hmm. uh, and, and he's so nuanced, you know, he, he has a field day. Um, man, but people really need to stop taking their phones out at comedy shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, he sucks. only he had to say it, he said it way more times at the Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah, and he does it in a nice way as well. Yeah. You think you wouldn't want to test him? It's like, why? He's just like, put your phone away, honey. You're better than that. That's yeah. it. That line, like, then just move on. Yeah. That line yeah, is yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, that's a sick line. And then he just moves on. He like folds it into his bit and his set, and then he just carries yeah. on going. Mm. It's really mm. good. I don't see the point in doing it. You know, like. Like what? I don't. I don't see the point. It's in a flex. Trying. People are like, oh, here I'm here at the Russell show or, or whatever comedy show. Mm. It's just a flex. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, just be there, enjoy the moment. Yeah. But yeah, his his crowd work was good. I think I think you know, look, that that team is is slick. You know, they run a tight ship. They've mm-hmm. been together for a long time. They just know what they're doing, man. And yeah. and we go back and something that you said as well. I can't remember how you phrased it, but we went when we went backstage. We're like bumping into people that we've seen basically every single time. So mm. there's this like, yeah, I said there's a know, fraternity. A like, fraternity. Mm, yeah. It's it's, yeah. It, it, it's like a bunch a people a bunch of people that you only meet in the corridors of Russell Peters shows, and because the Peters brothers like are so generous and they look after everybody. You kind of just feel like you're at their house, whether you're backstage, whether you're at the hotel or whatever. Mm. You're just like you. Just, they just they just treat you amazing. They connect you to incredible people. I mean, boy, we had a conversation last night that's really not worth like sharing today. Yeah. But like, we met a dude yesterday. That we was like, yo, like, firstly, small world because we had a big like overlapping phone book with him. Mm. But but I was like, yo, this is like something really positive could happen as a result of this friendship, or as a result of just the fact that we we we've seen each other here. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, it was really, really good. And another guy as well that we met last time, again, we'll leave names out of it. But he told me that like, he's not been in the country too long yeah. and he'd like to make more friends. I said, man, mm. like you, if, if, I, if I'd know, 24 hours, 24 hours, yeah, if we'd exchanged numbers last time, could have come to my friends, your friends and got right stuck in. But yeah. you know, it's, um, but now of course, that's somebody who I'm going to keep high on the list and be like, mm-hmm. hey man, we've got an event, come on down. So yeah, just brilliant, really, and really nice to see those kind of friendly faces. So, so again, you know, I didn't get, I, yeah, thanks, thanks to the Peters brothers. Yeah, honestly, yeah, really, so just much. super nice yeah, and showed you like this is your third time around Clayton. Yeah, third time around Clayton, second time around Russell. Wow, and and yeah. and the, like the mark oh. of how great they are as people, like you mm. know, immediately the second time that you've met Russell or the third time that you've met Clayton, they're willing to like. Dig in, you yeah, know, like take, yeah, take, no, no, take the yeah. mick out of you, and yeah, yeah, for sure. There's that for like sure, comfort sure. level, well, that's so that's no, no. good as well, yeah, yeah. It was nice to see that. It was and good. Clayton was a G as well, like he got the elevator with you, and yeah, like made yeah, sure no, you got no, to the no, bar sure. as well, yeah. He's such a, he's a real amazing old guy, school yeah. gent, yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, big up, big up to him. Also, if you scroll back through the previous episodes of uh, the Raj Cassette show, there is an early episode with Clayton mm-hmm. Peters, highly recommended, yeah, um, very good. Hopefully, you know, at some point. We can talk to different guys in that crew because they're also interesting. Mm. So there's a bunch of really very very smart guys in that crew. Yeah, it'd be great to speak to them. Yeah, they told me as well, like you know, because I'm was, I was supposed to be going to London on the 20th, but they've got a show mm. on the 21st, and um, you know, we'll look at it. Me and Vic will have a conversation about that. Yeah. But like maybe we you might, might try and slide over to one of them. I think seeing him seeing him in England would be a different. A, a good different. Tr- yeah, first yeah, for the yeah. first 24 hours you land could be something could be something quite nice. Do you know what I mean? So that's it. So big up to the whole crew there. And of course, starting from scratch was on fire. Um, what's up next? Uh, yeah, we can just give a quick uh, little shout out to Taco Stars. So we went there on Tuesday. We got there a little bit later than the last time because we were working till like mad late. So we were able to pass through for about an hour. But second time there, just a great bunch of people, great mm. bunch of dudes I, and guys and girls. And yes, I like that vibe. And they're, mm. they're a good bunch of people. Yeah, big up to Will Hutton as well. Well, yeah, first time I'd met him. Yeah, so he's a cat that is kind of like connected to the, the VaynerMedia like crew. And um, we crossed paths a couple of times in that world. We got a chance to like properly kick it. Super smart guy. Met his wife and his mom as well. So yeah, like big up to him, like running a big agency out here. And um, and just generally like what Gary's doing over at Taco Stars is cool. It was really busy this time. It was like, it must have been 20, 25% busier than even last time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Why do you reckon they don't get a better venue, bigger venue? Maybe it's just a comfort thing, right? Yeah. 
like because it's a it's a great reg- venue, your great reg- community, but, yeah, but I think hard to get around. Yeah, in that the, space. the the venue's a bit awkwardly shaped, but I think it just might just be like a comfort thing. The theme is taco, and you know all that kind of yeah, stuff. So maybe, yeah. maybe that's what it is, and he just got a good deal with them, probably. So yeah, yeah. You know. And he he was you know he, Gary was obviously bubbling full of life and doing his thing. So no, it's good to, good to go there again. We love other event organizers in the city that are doing things and being successful on any scale. So you know, look out, look up for tackle stuff, look out for them and go and support mm-hmm. them. They've also got an NFT in the market. Yeah. We don't endorse it. It's not financial advice, but like, you know, they're doing some cool, interesting stuff. Of course, they're a tech community, so they're going to be in that space. Next up. Shall I talk about my weekend? Please do, yeah. I Did you do out. anything really masculine? Uh, nothing <laughs> nothing too masculine, no. I just uh, went to see a Maroon 5 concert in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, yeah. Even with a deep voice. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't work, does it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, so we, uh, we went to Abu Dhabi for the weekend. It's our first time back. For anyone that's listening, I used to live there for some time and uh you know it's nice to go back and we went because we got tickets to the maroon five concert at the etel arena mm-hmm. and i'll just jump straight into it like it wouldn't have been my first choice or my like my proactive choice to buy tickets to go see maroon five it was my wife's choice and we took in ar son and it's his first concert but like i can't underestimate i i, I definitely underestimated w- how good that show would be maroon five had got Hit after hit after hit after mm. hit after hit. It was an hour and a half. It's like CrossFit. It's like CrossFit. <laughs> well, See what I did? That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, hit after well, hit after well, hit. There, there was there was a uh, two uh, times that there wasn't a hit. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but like an hour and a half of just straight fire. Mm. It's mad. Like and it was rammed. Like mm. the whole place was I'm rammed. I'm sure. Is it also rammed. the first big event at the Etihad Arena? It's their first time in the UAE. Maroon 5? Yeah. Oh. They've been touring. But I'm, I'm saying Etihad Arena in general. Has oh. there been another big well, thing Russell, there? Russell, Russell did. Oh, Russell true, opened true, true. it he, last oh, year. Oh, he opened it. Maybe. Oh, he might have yeah, opened it. Yeah, 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 he opened yeah, yeah. it last year. Whenever yeah. that was like November, October, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, look, dude, it was mad. And, and you know, <laughs> you asked if I did anything masculine, but like there was, there was a representation of basically everyone there. Like old, young, sure. male, female, kids groups of guys groups of girls you know like just mixed groups everything mm. like mm. i didn't i didn't i didn't get it at first and all of I them were like going down the beach being pulled by dogs on rollerblades <laughs> yeah yeah that's a very niche reference that one very niche reference where's my uk crew over 40 i'll get that um but yeah look it was vibe like it was good and adam levine i mean they're just a, they're, they're like a legitimate rock band yeah, he's, he's sure. a rock star mm-hmm. 20 years in the game yeah, it was fire. And yeah. then, but... What was the ticket price? I can't remember, but it wasn't cheap. Like I north like of 400? Yeah, like Durham. Per? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was wow. pricey. It was pricey. Cheapest tickets or middle? No, we got like like middle kind okay, of average. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, okay. But I think the, the numbers kind of make sense because Maroon 5, yeah. Maroon 5 to a Maroon 5 fan because of the size of act they are is the equivalent of Jay-Z to a Jay-Z fan. And that's how I think about yeah, it. Yeah, they're huge. And so if Jay-Z came along and was doing a show in the UAE and they were like, it's 400, 500, 600, and I don't mean to like brag, I'm just talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. How, how I would express my fandom. Um, I wouldn't even think twice about it to see Hove here. Mm. You know, so, and Adam so Levine's on TV. He did that? Um, he either did the Voice or you know one of them shows. Yeah, he's, I don't know like if it's even that. You're right. They are just a just hit making huge. Yeah. yeah, they did. I mean, they yeah. did Super Bowl, so like they were yeah. huge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that many hits. Mm. Like an hour and a half, an hour and a half worth of hits, and you know every single song. What was his, yeah. uh, like his his segues and like his his crowd talking and all that? Were like, did he do much of it? Not a lot, really. Not a lot. He did. It was basically all hype. 
apart from oh. two records, which he did um, she acoustic. She will be loved. 100%. That, that was the only record that I'd expected to be acoustic. And he killed that. Wow. And then he stopped singing and the crowd just Mental. carried it on. <laughs> yeah. And then he did Payphone ac mm. uh, acoustic. Did he? But the rest, really? and he spoke a little bit, a little bit to the crowd. Oh, you know, thanks a lot. Yeah. First time here. Da, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff, but very little. Yeah. But then all they did was just go from one record to the next, to the next, to the next. It's like a Spotify playlist, but live. Wow. Mad. Wow. That's so sick. Anyway, so then before that, uh, so we were with some of our, our friends um, that, you know, from Abu Dhabi. So we went for dinner and mm -hmm. uh, we went for dinner in Yas Bay, which is the new, they call it Pier 71. It's behind the new Hilton Hotel, mm -hmm. right next to the Etihad Arena. Mm. I sent you some videos of it. That place is outstanding as well. Like it was phenomenal. So what it is, it's a basically a massive long pier mm -hmm. and it's got a whole bunch of food spots, bars and restaurants and you know, basically a whole bunch of F&B outlets. So when you go there, there's um, a Buddha bar has got Trilogy there. They've got a yeah. cantina. They've got a massive, massive Asia, Asia. And they've got an Akiba Dori. So nice. we ate dinner at Akiba Dori. Again. All licensed. Wow, big up Sam. Really? Yeah, all licensed? All licensed. Yeah. Um, That's new for Abu Dhabi. All licensed. And then they've That's got good. like a Cafe Del, Del Mare, it's called. And it's a beach club. So they made a beach. Like this whole place Cafe Del Mare or Cafe Del Mar? It's not Cafe Del Mar. Not Mar. M-E-A-R-E, -E, I think it is. They basically built a fake beach, cabanas, the whole thing, and it's a beach club. Mm. And That's you go in, sick. they do like a Saturday brunch for like 4 dollars you know, mm. that kind of vibe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. So we had a Kibadori. I saw uh, Hirsch there, the guy who owns uh, Rubaru. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was eating at a Kibadori. So when yeah. I said hello to him. Can, you, can one of you write down Rubaru as well? I need to speak to both of you about yeah. that. All right, yeah. cool. So yeah, we went over there. I, I said, uh, what's up to him? So we went to a Kibadori. Yeah. Went to the show. Then went to Lighthouse afterwards, which is just there on uh, that Pier 71. Yeah. It's cool, man. That, that place is a vibe. Abu, Abu Dhabi needed something like that. Yeah, for nice. sure. Nice. Yeah, I want to see it again. The thing about Abu Dhabi is, whilst I don't really necessarily like going anywhere outside downtown Business Bay, uh, Abu Dhabi is like, is it, I do find that if I don't go there for a prolonged period of time, that I do want to go there. Mm. Specifically like Sadiat. And you know, Yas is a cool vibe as well. I'm, I'm super yeah. in love with Sadiat. But like, yeah, man, I, that's, that's great. I'm glad to hear it. And I'm glad that they're... I'm glad that that area, which is basically adjacent to where you used to live, yeah. mm -hmm. is so lively right now because yes. with all those residents around there, that's going to be so yeah, for sure. nice. You yes, know? Island is is a you know is going to be a place to be like a force to be reckoned with. You Did know, you like, live on Yes Island? No, I live near Las. I, I lived in Araha Beach, so it's right near Yes Island. And is that, my is, that is that its own island as well? Uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's on part the mainland. of mainland mm -hmm. Abu Dhabi. But f if you remember from my balcony, we had like the water view, right? Yeah, and you I could totally see yeah, Ferrari yeah. and you know, you could see all of that. But Yas Island's got Waterworld coming up, oh no, SeaWorld coming up. The Warner Brothers uh, Hotel has just opened. Mm -hmm. Then it's got Ferrari, it's got um, the F1, it's got Waterworld, which we went to on Saturday. It's got the Warner Brothers actual mm -hmm. theme park. Yeah. It's got 2454 coming there. It's yep. got the Hilton, it's got Pier 71, it's got Etihad Arena. That place is popping. Also, and a bunch of schools now there. On they're, Yas Island. Um, oh, really? Uh, no, not necessarily Yas, but Sadia. Like they're all. Yeah. Like, it's not like far from each other. It's like yeah. So yeah, listen, man. That that place is. Uh, yeah, it's no joke now, man. It's really, really nice. Nice. It's a vibe. You'll love it. You'll love it. We'll go down there. Nice. It might not be this side of the summer, unfortunately. It'll be after. No, yeah, after, it'll be after. after. But anyway, that, we'll, we'll we'll definitely get over there. Uh, next up, well, I guess that's the whole week for us. Now, mm. That's the whole week yep. in terms of where we've been out and about. Uh, 
it's been a quick one, but it's not over yet because tomorrow we have the Creative Content for Brand Building Workshop, a workshop that we have built. Uh, it's somewhat, you know, it's, it's of course 85, 90% based on the four pieces of content, plan, produce, mm -hmm. publish, promote, but now it's definitely the greatest version I've ever seen. I've, I need to show it to you, Vic. Yeah. I showed it to Alex yeah. yesterday. He loved it. But it's like, crazy. it's good. The, but it's now got the it's now got the 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 magic factor of you know arguably the world's best course creator or course create ad, cre course creator advisor who's worked on it with us that we've engaged for about six seven weeks now, and I'm really excited to share it with the world. Of course, there's nothing you can do about it because by the time you hear this podcast, we'll have already done it. It's literally we'll be. I was just saying yeah. to the guys, we'll probably wrap. We'll be walking out of that hotel in 24 hours. Yeah. But but that's something to look forward to. Next up, so let's get to some news from the week. Mm -hmm. And hot off the press, not your news, but it's uh, the Twitter deal is temporarily on hold. Mm. So as we were looking at uh, what we're going to be talking about today. The Twitter deal being specifically Elon, Elon Musk's Musk. $44 billion takeover of yep. Twitter. So the, uh, the article that you sent me, which I've, for some reason I've lost now, but I've actually got Elon's tweet. He said, Twitter deal temporarily on hold pending detail supporting calculation that spam or fake accounts do indeed represent less than 5% of users. And that he tweeted mm. at th on the 13th of May, Friday the 13th, at 1.44 p.m., I suppose, Eastern time or whatever. No, our time. Our time, our yeah. Time, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't, but I wait, don't now actually I'm, understand Now I'm confused that. because... I don't understand it. I, I glanced over that story before mm -hmm. we started recording today, and I thought, okay, over bots and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I thought maybe the company's overvalued, uh, because a lot of the valuation is the main value. One of the big things in valuation of a tech company is DAUs and MAUs, mm -hmm. daily active users and monthly active users. And if that number is artificially inflated because of bots, then that means that the price associated to that acquisition is overinflated. But you're telling me that it's pending the fact that it is in fact under 5%. Why would you highlight the fact that it's under? This one. No I mean, idea. I, I, yeah, don't, I don't. I don't get it. I, yeah, mm. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I fully. I've not read enough about it. Yeah. Just at a glance, looking at his tweet. Mm. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. What It'd that be means. interesting to see. Is this like a, a self-sabotaging move on his move on his part? Is there an independent auditor that's making a case that it should not continue on behalf of Twitter or on behalf of Elon? Is it to do with just a court of public opinion not wanting it? Has the board managed to? synchronize in a way that they've not managed to synchronize mm -hmm. before but it's interesting that at this late stage i mean look we were never at a stage where elon buying twitter was done yeah it was never, never done no, not was, at all i think a lot of people thought the deal was done I, yeah i think if you uh, read headlines you're going to think uh, that it's going to go through especially when you've got somebody who's like in pop culture is considered such a powerful person you think that he's mm -hmm. going to be able to pull it off but from a from a technical point of view of course there's going to be a lot of due diligence and mm -hmm. stuff like that a lot of chances where the deal might be jeopardized so this is very new about you know, 11 minutes before we started really recording the show, mm -hmm. we've got that information. So let's keep let's keep an eye on that. I think that's that's worth, you know, following. But it's really particularly worth following when you think about the gumbo part that it's mixed in with, with the fact that crypto's just had an insane week. There's been stable coins that have had, that have effectively gone from being worth a dollar to being worth zero. And then you've got the tech stocks up and down or down and down. So it's, uh, it, the, for the first time in a long time, the... Actually, okay, now let me really think about this. For the second time in a short time, not the first time in a long time, yeah. the veneer of Silicon Valley has started to be chipped away. If you look at the amount of people that left Silicon Valley for Miami, for Texas, mm -hmm. for 
other interesting places around the world, Malta, Portugal, places that are very, very tempting. Dubai, for sure, is mm. one of those places that's managed to engage the tech community. And then, and that's something as a result of like 2020 and how that, what impact that had on people. And then now this as well. And then, of course, you just combine it with all like the bad actor behavior of like the whole Trump campaign and mm. how that worked out and Twitter bots and people getting involved. We are, d d tech as an industry is definitely going through a bit of a, a slump on all fronts, PR, yep. the money side of it. So, yeah, let's keep watching the space. What else has caught our eyes? Uh, the World of Engineering put out a tweet with an experiment around the use of hashtags. Mm, yeah, my brother-in-law, Wes, sent this over. So just describe for folks that are listening what the experiment was. Right, so um, the experiment was two different tweets, um, one with the use of a hashtag and one without. So it's World of Engineering, and they tweeted, if you want more reach on Twitter, don't use, and then they wrote hashtags with a hashtag. Experiment two of two. The first part of that experiment was, if you want more reach on Twitter, don't use hashtags without the hashtag. So it's exactly the same text but just without the hashtag okay and then when they've got to so wait so let's just go be clear just read the words out if you want more reach on twitter don't use hashtags the word hashtags okay and on the word hashtags on one version they put a hashtag in front of the word hashtags mm -hmm. correct and on the second version they just, just wrote hashtags. without yeah they wrote the word hashtag without the physical hashtag in front of it what are the numbers in the reach like in both scenarios so on the one without the hashtag in front of the word hashtags 252,000 impressions. Mm -hmm. And on the one with hashtag in front of the word hashtags, 125,000 impressions. So basically half. Wow. And that's coming from a popular account. So yep. there's a lot more like data there. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can't take any of these things as gospel. But what I would say as far as the takeaway is concerned is that if we're at the end of hashtags, it's pretty obvious to see why, which is that hashtags are just like a combination of a very easy way to make a hyperlink so that mm -hmm. anybody else using the hashtag, it draws a string and shows you all of the people that are talking about that subject. It also acts as like a punctuation. Mm. You definitely notice this with like boomers, like people mm. that are like in their 40s and 50s and like the losers. YOLO. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like the, not, 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 the, not the losers, that's a bit harsh. Yeah. Uh, but, like, but like maybe the people that didn't manage to exactly, you know, they didn't manage to figure out exactly how to use a hashtag mm -hmm. in, in, its, in its truest sense. Um, but they they use it as just kind of like put a hashtag in front of everything, and that's not going to be somebody. Somebody said something incredible the other day. Oh, of course, Vic and I were on a call, and we were talking about a piece of technology. And the guy said, "I said, what do you think about this piece of technology?" Because my master's was in technology management with a focus on acquisition and strategy. Mm -hmm. How do you acquire technology, and what's the strategy behind it? And he said, "It only works." Well, actually, he was using Slack. He was talking about Slack, which is super popular. He goes, it only works if everybody uses it the same. So something which is so versatile is only effective if everybody is using the channels in the same way, if everybody is sharing in the same way, if everyone's making soft decisions about what should be shared and what shouldn't be shared and why and how. And, and so I thought that was pretty interesting. And what Twitter doesn't need and what a lot of these social media platforms don't need is necessarily the user to decide what's worthy of a hashtag and what's not because Twitter and YouTube and so many social media platforms now are reading your content anyway mm -hmm. to feed the algorithm to decide who it should be suggested to. So yeah. really, do we need stupid humans to make the decision about what hashtag should be used or do we just let the algorithms figure out? And the algorithms have all of your data, they triangulate your interests and they triangulate it with 
every other person that's using the internet and they figure out kind of where you rank and then they subsequently share your content with other people. So maybe we don't need hashtags like that anymore. Maybe better descriptions or optimized descriptions or just doing nothing and just letting it do what it does is plenty. Yeah, so so I, I it's really interesting because with the hashtags, when hashtags were like the thing for discovery or whatever, it's because there was only hashtags, right? Yeah. There's nothing else. There was no like real, I mean, there was product innovation, but not like what we have now. So now there wasn't emojis. There was right? an emoji. There was pack a, a punch of information. So there was, emojis. there was very right. Exact emojis is a really yeah. good example. But in terms of like product innovation at the time, hashtags were the only thing that would allow for really good discovery and also good search. Now we're in a place where hashtags becoming less and less, uh, or more and more redundant and less and less important as they can read the descriptions, as emojis become something more and more and more in descriptions, as um, uh, the, the the platforms, uh, what's the right word? Reward the creators based on using the platform, as we've discussed many times, using reels to shoot into mm -hmm. reels and using the yeah. text overlays and things like that. So therefore, hashtags now have let like in terms of ranking, start to drop down and down and down for people to be discovered or for people to search. So I think that's a big that's a big thing. As the products are becoming more innovative, they're bringing new features in. That's why hashtags are becoming less relevant. I still think hashtags is a big part. Uh, it helps a lot of people discover things they're into, like Instagram posts and things. Because if you, like Raj was saying, um, if you only leave it up to the algorithm, then how can you yourself search for a topic you want? Ah, uh, it's a good point. That's a really good point. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Is it from a, from a from a ranking point of view? Yeah. It's it's yeah. We're trying to optimize it. Yeah, what are we trying to optimize it for? We're trying to optimize it for discovery. discovery. Mm -hmm. Because on the other side of discovery is search. Yeah. Because mm. mm. the algorithm will only show you a certain amount of posts, suggested posts per day. But if you want to uh, search a certain topic, you can just type in hashtag whatever the word and every single post with the but hashtag will come have up. Have you ever tried searching for a topic on, say, Instagram without a hashtag in front of it? Accounts will come up on Instagram. Accounts come up. But well, no, no, you, you, you can look. Um, yeah, posts come up, accounts come up. So, so you'll get. No, if you, do a, search, if you yeah. do a search, you, you get everything, like, right? Accounts, posts. Yeah. Try it on your phone now <coughs> if you've got it with you. Uh, when you type something in, it says, would you like to see it from the point of view of people, accounts? Yeah, people, accounts, oh, hashtags. Oh, true, true, yeah, true, 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 yeah. true. And places so and all that. So now hashtags are part of what is offered from searching using a keyword without a hashtag. So therefore, you can still search for what you want what mm -hmm. you might be interested in without the hashtag, mm -hmm. without the hashtag. Yeah, but let's say, okay, so I looked up football. It'll give me suggested, yeah, it'll give me, yeah, okay, fair, fair. It'll give yeah. me posts about football. Okay, look at yeah, the top, fair. look at the menu options at the top. Yeah, there's, um, tall, uh, so the first thing you get led to is just a bunch of posts about the word you wrote, and then there's accounts, then there's audio, tags, and places. And go. audio also doesn't need the word. It will suggest your audio yeah. from... Like, um, like fo uh, football v uh, videos. And yeah, the, like the, the audio will be tagged. Like, it will have metadata yeah, okay. that says Fair football. Though. Yeah. So then, so, so yeah, hashtags. yeah, there we go. Mm. You don't really need hashtags anymore then. Scrap them. Scrap them. Hashtag, hashtag rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Good one. Good one. Nice. Full circle. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming with them today. Yeah, These are nice integrated, <laughs> nice integrated ones. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, talking about Instagram, uh, big, big news for two Instagram accounts at least, mm -hmm. which is that we have now seen the beginning of NFTs on Instagram, uh, exactly where you'd expect to see them, which is, of course, when, you're, when you land on somebody's Instagram page, 
you have access to their regular posts, you have access to their reels, you have access to their videos. And there is a little hexagon. I don't know if it's hexagon. I don't know yep. what the number is. Um, I don't. It's all based on the number of sides. It's or a whatever. hexagon. Is six it really? Six sides. Six yeah. sides, yeah. Nice, good. Six, six, six. So it's a hexagon and it's uh, you click on it and that's where you'll be able to show off your shiny NFTs once the crypto universe stops <laughs> melting and going down the sewer. <laughs> so there's two accounts at the moment that have it. Alex, you said you've seen, you've seen, yes. you, you made us aware of them. The first one is the CEO, Maseri, mm -hmm. yep. who's actually said that the hashtag that he's displaying there on his wall is something that the folks at Instagram have had access to in the first instance, that the team that have worked on it. Mm -hmm. The other account is one with very few followers, which is called? The other one? No, so that that's the creator of the NFT. The one so that Lu Lucas Law, L-O-H-R, is the creator. Is the creator, but his account is private, so you can't see if he has the NFT. Yeah, but the two accounts um, that they're openly using right now to display the NFTs on, one is Maseri, who is the CEO is of Instagram, yeah. and the other one and is... The other one is... IG, IG something, right? Um, I think I sent you the post. You did, but my phone's being used to record the podcast. Yeah, true. Uh, IG dot CBX. IG dot CBX. Okay. <laughs> so, so no, no. I was saying I sent you the post as I could check our DMs. Yeah. Not as in oh, right, right. use your phone. Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I had it like, look, if you're not busy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. If you're no. not doing anything, just yeah. So, so it was. So that's where it is at the moment. Um. Mm -hmm. I think that that's you know it's going to be the first the first significant mainstream place like going to where users are has always been a really good strategy when it comes to innovation mm -hmm. and launching something whether it be a piece of content or a piece of technology and Instagram having something in such a valuable piece of real estate as your media choices on someone's Instagram homepage shows a definite commitment to to the NFTs and all the things that will fo follow it so mm -hmm. really now if you've never been into NFTs or you've never been too keen on it, now I feel like for the first time ever, the, the barrier to entry is going to yeah. become really, really low because soon you're going to start seeing on certain accounts that hexagon show up. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then what's going to happen is people are going to want it. And what's also interesting as well is, would you pay to have that on your Instagram? Would I pay it? Like you're saying, hypothetically, if I had to pay to put an NFT out. Yeah. So let's say we will allow you to have an NFT gallery on your Instagram. It will cost you the equivalent of, you know, five, uh, I don't know, five dollars a month in Ethereum, whatever the price of Ethereum yeah. is at that time. But five dollars effective fiat. Yeah. Uh, would you pay it? Um, I think so. I think so, too. I mean, why not? If there was a marketplace behind it, I'd pay it, too. If I could get $5 and access to a one-click marketplace, yeah. I would 100% pay it because then I would straight away like release my own NFTs on there. Yeah, that, and yeah. I know that I'll make my own subscription money back. And actually what will happen is if they give you your own wallet, you don't even need to worry about going from Fiat or MetaMask mm, and paying, smart. In, paying Instagram. Instagram will have its own balance of yours that it'll be holding, mm -hmm. which I'm sure they'll, they'll want to do. Yeah, And then they'll be able to do it. And what was also interesting as well about the blockchains that they chose, of course, Ethereum, but yep. also Polygon. Wow. Smart, I've been smart. bullish on Polygon for yeah, so long. Yeah, you have, you have. I'll give you that. Yeah, and a lot of people hate on it. A lot of people say that the blockchain isn't that, that good and, you know, this it can be buggy and slow and da -da, but I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like, I feel like Polygon was so early on OpenSea, it was just a signal that that blockchain was going to be something. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's one of the blockchains that Instagram is using, and by the way, Instagram being such a creative place, you think, okay, maybe Solana or something like that, but no. Yeah, nothing, just... 
Straight fair, Polygon. But fair enough, it's what most people know. It could also be, there could also be more NFTs. I mean, obviously, we debate these things retrospectively, but these guys do, these guys spend millions of dollars yeah. researching yeah, before research, they make they, the decision. They know, yeah. But they must have thought, okay, well, what are the two big kind of blockchains on the biggest marketplace in the world, which is OpenSea? Mm-hmm. And they see Ethereum and they see Polygon. They go, well, why reinvent these two wheels? Yeah. You know, Ethereum is the premium luxury one. Polygon is the pound shop version. Off we go. Do you know what I mean? Or the yeah, dollar shop enough. version. You're so, so that's it. So, so keep an eye on that. Um, early days, but I've I've no doubt, especially as we head into, you know, maybe even as early as like sports season, like back end of the year, mm. fourth quarter of the year, we might start seeing a little bit more integration. So let's see what happens yep. with that. What else? Uh, so we found out a little while ago, or a couple of days ago, that Emirates launches premium economy seats. Um, is only for selected destinations, so that's London, Paris, and Sydney for now, and it's not going to be until August the 1st. There's nothing about pricing nothing. or anything like that. No. But they have said that they can rival most other airlines' business class. I'll give that to them. I, I don't doubt <laughs> it. I don't doubt Beca- it at all. Because when you think about it, if you take uh, another country's um, business tickets, it's it's not what you're getting on Etihad or Emirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Like business class Emirates is a level ahead of most business classes in other countries. Mm. So I, I I think they'll do it. Yeah, and, yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. What if they'd, what if they just said, that economy was the one they've launched, mm-hmm. and the economy that we're used to they just called sub economy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they can't be doing <laughs> and, that and, to and people. Sub- <laughs> and su- like because even Emirates economy is Emirates economy. Is like premium economy on Virgin or British Airways. Exactly. Mm. So like mm-hmm. they've they've kind of created a whole other category. It'd be interesting to see that what comes with it as well, though, in terms of like food, uh, jumping There's the line. There's a picture, I think, of food. But I mean, that they're also like, there we go. Oh right, yeah, but that's just like a stock photo or whatever. You know, yeah, exactly. That's why I don't know if that's what. It's a stock banana. No, um, no, there's no banana. Unfortunately. I, th- I think there'll be perks. Mm. Yeah, not for business sure. class perks, but I'm sure you'll get, you know get quicker like you know faster lines mm. you know get, get there's Q, also probably like queue fast or whatever it's yeah, called yeah there's also probably gonna be uh, definitely will be less seats so like just less crowded mm. just like things like that more maybe more quiet it's gonna mean a lot more money for influencers yeah because it's it's not it doesn't have to be business class listen i'll mm. tell you one thing when we talk about going places and stunning and taking pictures when people board emirates on business class it's almost a parody of itself now, how people yeah. take a picture yeah. of the screen, the wood grain, the wood grain around the, mm-hmm. the screen, the wood grain around the uh, window as you're looking yeah. outside. So now to have like another version, there's a lot of people that look at that. Even me, I'll be dead ass honest with you. I, I look at people flying business class and I go, I could justify flying business class on a couple of trips. Like I did New York, I, did, I went to Toronto business and came back from New York here business, paid out my own pocket, was completely worth it. 14 hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. But now if there's like an, an, an interim one, I'd be like well up for that. And I would actually probably fly longer. Like if they launch that, I don't know if they're gonna launch it on the A777, but if they mm. launch that on the A777 and now you could fly to Nairobi or Cape Town, I'd be like, why not? I don't like flying the A777 to those locations anyway, but if they upgrade it and they make it a little bit nicer, it's cool because you get the best of both worlds. You get You don't get the high price point of business, but you get some of that Instagrammable glitz and glamour and maybe some privileges maybe you get you know if you do a bunch of them you end up going to Silver Emirates or yeah you'll get more points mm, and all that kind yeah. of stuff the only thing is it just depends on the price right because the same thing like you could justify the price of a business class trip to Toronto and New York because of the flight time 
but you know, like Nairobi's what, like four hours from here. Wait, so uh, sorry, go ahead, please. So yeah, so if Nairobi's like four hours from here, and depending on the price differential between premium economy and a normal economy, and for a four-hour flight, would you be like, oh well? I'll just stick with economy, depending on like the difference. So I think that's what we've got to wait for. I, I'm prepared to take a punt now. I think I just figured out a question that we were talking about before the show started, which is how much will it cost? Mm-hmm. I think I know the price. What? The price of a premium economy ticket on Emirates will be the equivalent price of the upgrade only email that you get to business when you buy economy. So if you've flown economy before on Emirates, now and again, they'll say, hey, listen, we'll upgrade you to business. It mm-hmm. typically costs, like just real like back of a handkerchief mats, it will always typically cost you about $100 or more per hour of flight time. So if you've already bought a flight to New York City, mm-hmm. they might say to you, we'll charge you $1,400 US to upgrade your ticket. So in your mind, you're like, well, I'm in the air for 14 hours. They're asking for $1,400. It's $100 an hour. Is it worth it? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. And for a lot of people, it is. So I think that's probably what it's going to be. Because that price point, they already tap you up at that price point. And it makes a lot of sense to people. Mm. And and it's so interesting because it almost works at all levels. Like, Mm. again, you're talking about Nairobi, right? It might be like four hours away, five hours away. But if you're red-eyeing, or you just want the experience, you know, mm. let's say you're going for a holiday and you thought, well, I get for 500 extra dollars, I get to kind of quote unquote start my holiday a little bit early. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's going to be because business class will always be what? Two to three times you were saying, right? I think it's two and a half times the price of an economy ticket. Yeah, which is a big gulf between the two prices, yeah, yeah, but maybe the equivalent of like, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's what it is. I'm going to go on record and say Emirates premium economy will probably be around 100 US dollars per flight hour over and above. And then that's, before like discounts and yeah, special course. offers yeah, and things yeah, that, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. Cool. Well, big up Emirates. They continue to kill it. I'm flying to London next weekend and I am already uh, struggling to not fly Emirates. The price difference is one third. So I will not be flying Emirates to London. I'd rather have the money. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard. I don't think I've clicked on another airline unless I've gone somewhere budget. But I don't think I've ever clicked on another airline since I've started since I've effectively moved to Dubai. Yeah, I, n- other airlines just don't appeal to I mean, I've flown Etihad when I was living in Abu Dhabi, but other airlines just don't appeal to me. Yeah. They just don't. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I feel like once you get to Etihad and Emirates, the other ones are... They're well, substandard. Else is good. Yeah, I mean, substandard, well, no, like, I not mean, really, because Emirates and Etihad are exceptions compared to the rest of the Well, then by, by virtue of that, the others are substandard. <laughs> but you know what's weird? Yeah, I feel like yeah, a lot of airline companies... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Emirates aren't magicians. Like, they just do their job well. They just do it well. Yeah, yeah. No, like, no, I, I can't agree, think of I any agree, other agree, airline that if they just got their act together, couldn't offer what Emirates offers. Now, on the back end, you know, where the, like, how, yeah, the, how the business is yeah. funded and things like that, they might... They, these are different airlines of different ages with different tax exposure and things of that nature. But, like, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, Emirates really does set the standard worldwide. Yeah. Uh, and Etihad, I've flown Etihad less. So I've flown it a little mm-hmm. bit. But, like, Emirates really does set the standard. And Emirates is its own movement. Like, yeah. Emirates is, like, you know when you're flying Emirates. You know from the, the ticket. You know from mm-hmm. when you walk into your terminal, the signage. The, the lounges, should you use them? Like, they're just incredible, man. It just, I, I, just, I just love it. I've never been Emirates. For real? Yeah. Oh, you never flown Emirates? Etihad only. Wow. 
Well, I've done Damn more than just Emirates Etihad, but from, I've never, out of Etihad and Emirates, mm. only Etihad. Oh, well. Well, yeah. you've got that to look forward to. Yeah. It's, 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 it's always a good flight. Okay, so I guess that kind of wraps up where we've been, or that wraps up the news from the week. Mm-hmm. Content recommendations. There's one. <laughs> Have you not got any? No. At all? You don't watch any content this week is basically what you're telling me. Yeah, basically. All right. Well, Neil's been I on mean, his phone g- all group, week. A group chat. Neil, what would you recommend <laughs> content-wise? Come to the mic. Buddy. What have you seen that Come. you like? You can move your chair forward. I don't yeah, need to like fall and then hit your chin. <laughs> Miss the mic. Oh, yeah. Come come a bit closer to the mic so we can hear you there, yeah? Um, I, I'm not really sure. I haven't, I haven't really got any recommendations. Have you seen any, like, have you listened to anything? Have you watched any videos? Have you seen anything on TV that you want to recommend to people? I haven't been watching much. No? No. No YouTube? No. You've been working too hard? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, w- I would say, I would say, okay, cool. Listen, there's a couple, there's a couple of bits and pieces that I've seen. Of course, this week the whole hip hop world was just came to a standstill because you had the first single, which I think was called "The Five Hearts." I'm just gonna give that a quick Google. Yeah, yeah I think. But it Kendrick was. Lamar had this song. I think it was called the the five the heart, the heart part five. The heart part five, incredible, like great song. But I don't think i've listened to the song on spotify once i've definitely watched a video a handful of times yeah and obviously coming off the back of that uh, his new album mr morale and the big steppers uh i'm very excited about that we had a packed you know we were out till four o'clock last night we were recording again at five uh, nine, nine this morning so we've not had time to like listen to the kendrick album but that's mm-hmm. definitely something that we're going to be doing so that would be my content recommendations and then just looking at my YouTube history. I can give you a content recommendation real quick. I watched the Ronaldo documentary on Netflix. Yeah, in ages. Yeah, so I actually thought about watching it because I saw him watching it. Oh, right. Oh, okay. What's that um, about? There's 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 this guy, he's a footballer. I don't know what what, what aspect of his life. (laughs) That's good, that's good, that's good. good. (laughs) Yeah, I got one in. Uh, I've not seen it, but it's like a documentary Um, about his like, current, it, like yeah, current life or? I mean I mean there wasn't a lot of footage of when he was like younger right. just cause like like a parent wouldn't be filming their kid back in I mean whenever he was born 37 now you you can do the math thank you but I think I think it's like um, just a point of view of his life yeah yeah currently. just like his whole football career from when, when they started filming it and it, it, it's interesting oh so that's the angle they've just it's like a Jesus type document yeah, yeah yeah exactly or oh, exactly. genius sorry genius and, yeah. and he and he gives um commentary as well yeah you know he's like solo to camera he's like talking mm-hmm. he's like no, saying that this is how it good. is this is how i feel this is what happens mm. this is my life basically you know so it's i think it's pretty interesting i've seen yeah, bits no. of it it is interesting but i mean not a big sports guy so i don't know how you would well like here's it, the thing I, I i i i don't know michael jordan from a hole in the wall to be honest the only Did reason you watch um no i i i stayed in chicago when i was 19 oh and I remember when I went to Chicago O'Hare Airport, there's about seven stories, and every single story in the airport is named after one of their famous. Because they're not—it's not just basketball that they're good at. They've got a team for mm-hmm. every sport, big American sport. And uh, I remember thinking to myself, "Yeah, like you know, Chicago Bulls." And then it was also one of the iconic logos of my youth, yeah, of course. like having Chicago Bulls yeah, on a hat. Yeah, yeah. So. I watched that documentary and I quite enjoyed it. And I would quite happily watch a documentary about dude like Ronaldo. I, I think have no you should. issue whatsoever. Because he's also built a big brand. Watch. Yes, exactly. See, and also the, from that. his dedication and like how hard he works to mm. like get where he is today. Because it's not really just about the football. It's not about the sport. You're not watching a football match. Mm. You're watching a documentary about a guy who's basically the best at what who, he does. Who, who literally went from nothing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. that, and that, that's something just to kind of 
learn from or whatever, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 for sure. A couple of other things, actually. I did see, finally, I got around to it because it came up on my feed. Uh, Pete Davidson on Kanye West on yeah. Netflix is a we joke. We spoke about the it festival. the other day, right? I didn't watch it. Did we speak about it or did we? Well, I meant, I told you, I, I, that should have been my content recommendation. It's like a, <laughs> three and a half hour, a three and a half minute bit or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, really funny. I thought it was trash. I saw I clips it of it. I didn't see the whole thing. I didn't laugh once. I, um, I, I don't I don't do like a spoiler, but... The well, you, you told me the jokes, but I feel like even if you'd not told me the jokes, they wouldn't have caught me off guard No, I, d- I didn't tell you the jokes. Yeah, you did. You said, you said, he said, that his doctor said that he's not got AIDS. He just looks like he's got AIDS. No, <laughs> you would have heard that on another podcast that I've listened to as well. I can't remember which one. We both heard the same podcast, it seems. Mm. I remember telling you that it's on there. We were in the middle of something. I didn't tell you the jokes, but there was one joke that he said. He goes, I wonder if Kanye will do a Mrs. Doubtfire. Now, that was funny. That, I thought, was a really good... I didn't. I didn't see that bit, but I, I saw a few other clips on Instagram, which yeah, I which I did not laugh at. I don't know. I, I thought. Know. See, I've not found thought Pete Davidson is particularly funny. I think he's a he's bit just like on just and off like and whatever. I don't but know. that that little piece I thought was good. I'm sure when he does, I'm I'm sure he's great at sketch. I've never seen him do stand up before, but I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm. the Mrs. Doubtfire moment was was pretty funny to be honest. That was pretty. That was all right. But yeah, overall, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't quite. I didn't quite like it, and I don't. I think maybe because I just don't care too much about the, the high-level storyline yeah. as well. Do you know what I mean? I, I just need Kanye to make music and everybody else, I'm not really interested in their lives. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I watched it, you know, I thought it was it was cool. Uh, and also uh, from from the last week as well, uh, Kevin Samuels passed away. Do you guys know who that is? Yeah, I heard about that. He's like a relationship coach, dating yeah. expert, became very controversial because he could sometimes cross the line in terms of aggressiveness, mm-hmm. in terms of bluntness. Uh, it, of his opinion and if his opinion's not right the blunter he serves it the more not right it feels mm-hmm. so he wasn't loved by everybody uh, certainly that you could you could sense that when he passed away that he wasn't loved by everybody but uh, yeah he passed away and uh, yeah rest in peace to him because actually as polarizing as he was he really was somebody who stood out mm-hmm. and um, and I'm not saying that I agreed with everything that he said uh, there is a there's a collective of people that are categorized in the toxic masculinity movement um, Jordan Peterson being another, you know, I don't believe that any of them are, but I can see why the case has been put together. And uh, yeah, he passed away, which is quite shocking. Fifty-seven years old. Yeah, yeah. like just uh, like all of a sudden, right? Just kind yeah, of yeah. He was on he was on IG Live not yeah. too much, uh, not too much earlier than when he passed away. Or well, like, like he was on IG Live in a very reasonable short yeah, time yeah, of peri- yeah, yeah. period of time before he passed away, and uh, and now he's gone. So um, so yeah, that was a that was. It's not a content recommendation, but it's just a bit of a, a bit of shocking news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. Shout outs. I, well, we, we did a bunch of shout outs yeah, earlier. From um, so like everyone, at my friends, your friends, friends, Russell's crew, everyone there. But that's it. Yeah. Thank you, everybody who, who helped out this week. Oh, let thank me do you, one Neil. shout out. Shout out to Neil. Mr. Yeah, Neil right. Parrick. He's on Instagram, but I'm sure we can bring him back to the show if we need to. Yeah. Bring him back <laughs> to life. Yeah, what, shout what, out app, to Neil. what app were you on? Instagram. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it means to have somebody doing uh, work experience. So come up to the mic. Is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Um, no, not really. None of your no, friends, your back, friends home. back home. What, what about yeah. all your mates doing work experience at nurseries? Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, they don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is is he loud enough on the mic? Yeah, he's good. He's good. Okay, amazing. Well, th- thanks for coming to Dubai, Neil. Thank you. We will see you uh, in London or here again soon. Yeah. Um, we it was a learning experience for us as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we we, yeah. we super appreciate it. And shout out to your to your parents for being bold and taking the risk and coming out here. And I think that's just very gangster. So I'm, I respect that a lot. Yeah. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, give us a five star rating 
on Spotify where you may have been listening to this or even watching it. Five-star rating and review on Apple would be incredible. Helps us get discovered by Tim Cook and his gang of merry men. (laughs) 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 Whoa. Okay, close. Close. Close to the line. And finally, YouTube gang, hit us with the subscribe. Uh, Your likes and comments are appreciated. Hit the notification bell so you can get this content sooner rather than later. Uh, by this point, you're either still listening and a super fan or you're completely disinterested like Neil. Uh, but either way, I bid you... <laughs> Again, like <laughs> 10 <laughs> seconds after he's on. <laughs> I bid you adieu. This was you the first week, yeah? Yeah, by the way. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I completely agree. The first week, yeah. the first four and a half months. Yeah, because you didn't give me an opportunity in my first week to be on a podcast. Mm. So I'm just sitting there, you know? For and like then as soon as Vic months, was away, yeah, he just I was like, struck boom. in. The cobra. I had to. I cobra. had the cobra. Yeah. <laughs> cobra came. And, and now I'm here to stay. Until, until for like for six two, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we've got to talk about we got to talk about that because yes. effectively, you know, next week it's gonna be business as usual or content as usual, cow. But after that, it's <laughs> oh. gonna be it's gonna be all it's gonna be all like you know, it's gonna be virtual for a bit of time. Yeah. Mm. Oh also, mm. by the way, real quick, London crew. Um oh god, I messed up. I don't know my dates, but I know I'm gonna be on Soho Radio with Rob Percy, Southern Hospitality Show, Wednesday the 8th. Uh, I'll be on HFM on the 12th of June. Uh, that'll be in the early afternoon, I believe. And I'll be at Flashback at Sway Bar, uh, hosting that party and doing probably a little bit of a birthday get-together then on the 11th. And then there'll probably be a couple of like meetups, one in central London and one in the financial district. More information to come out very soon. Thanks for checking out the show. And we'll see you next week. Peace.